unnecessary intro song to totally waste your time. Trust me. Trust me. What have you got to lose? Just trust me. I wouldn't lie to you. Why would I lie to you? Just trust me. Trust me. Believe me. I don't ever trust anybody. I don't see any reason to. What's the purpose? And who asks for trust? Eh. Probably people that don't earn it. (laughs) You know? It's like, who asks for money? Eh, someone who doesn't have it? I don't know. Trust me. No, don't trust me. I don't want your trust. I don't want anybody's trust. I, I would prefer scrutiny. You know? And anybody that's asking for trust deserves it less and is going to receive more. Well, no. I was going to say they receive more of my scrutiny, but they don't. They usually receive more of my skepticism and are less likely to keep me engaged. You know, they are more likely to send me um, to their adversaries. You know, trust me. But why, Berkeley? Why can't you trust? That's why you're single. That's why you only have one offspring and you haven't been married. You're probably right. You are probably right. My lack of trust um, probably has more to do with who I am as a person than almost anything else. It's that skepticism. You know? Kind of all revolves around that. But that's no way to live, man. You gotta learn how to trust. You gotta learn how to just love and trust. Do I? Is that required? Why do I need to learn how to trust? To be part of your club? And what club is that? <laughs> you know? The club of normal people? Average people? Common people? I'm not really interested in being part of that club. I have to say, um, it's never been that appealing to me. So, yeah, I don't know that I need to learn how to do that. Because you know what? Every time somebody asks for trust, they end up um, trying to pull a fast one. If you give them the trust. I never fully give anybody trust, you know. I'll give them a little bit. Basically, I'll just get a little lazy. And that's really what trust is for me. It's just, it's based in laziness. It's like, well, I don't, while I have the time to investigate further, I don't feel like it. And therefore, I'll trust you. And of course, I build various levels of trust. You know, certain people you trust more than others. Why? Well, because certain people maybe have proven over time to be more trustworthy. In other words, they've never screwed you over. <laughs> they've never lied to you, you know. 
But that's not the case with most people. Most people lie to you all the time. Even close people, especially especially close people. I would say that the people who lie to you most are probably the ones who want your attention the most. Somebody who has a crush on you is probably going to lie to you more than someone who is indifferent about you or not attracted to you. You know what I mean? Um, your parents might lie to you more than a stranger, than a taxi cab driver. What's in it for him? That's why that show Taxi Cab Confessions was so uh, interesting because people have a tendency to really open up with complete strangers, you know? seems like the closer you get to somebody, the more they are likely to lie to you or you to them, the more likely you're to hide your faults or not discuss them, you know, or be defensive about them. Are you more defensive with your significant other or with a complete stranger unconnected with un- unconnected to you? Hmm? I don't know. Maybe it's opposite for you. I'm just talking about how I observe the world to be, you know. And who would you trust? Religious people? Science? science scientists? There was something on the internet, you know, somebody said on the internet, um, because I'm very skeptical of, you know, the CO2 crisis. So I looked into it, and I've been gone down that rabbit hole quite severely over the last year or so. And I see no convincing data that uh, there should be cause for alarm or panic, you know. So I often express that on my social media outlets and I often get rebuked and pushback from people, from the religious uh, believers. But scientists say, it's science, you're ten times more likely to die if you have a diet Pepsi for lunch than if you don't. Ten times more likely. You don't say. That seems crazy. Ten times? So what are my chances of, uh, what are the chances originally if I don't, if I don't have a Pepsi? Well, if you don't have a Pepsi, you got a one in one million chance of getting butthole cancer. Oh, one in one million. So I'm ten times more likely. That means I've got a ten in million and one million chance. Ten in a million. <laughs> oh, okay. I like those ads. I'm going to keep having my Diet Pepsi. I don't even drink Diet Pepsi, by the way. But you know what I'm saying? But come on, man. It's your ten times more likely. It's dramatic. Why did you why did you say 10 times more likely instead of telling me that I have a 10 in a million chance? Why? Because you were trying to sell me something. Probably an alternative to Diet Pepsi. Probably a green juice of some sort, you know. People are all selling something. Even you, you're selling something. You're selling your pussy. You're selling your dick. You know? You're selling your 
your virility. <laughs> Sorry for that. I never. I don't like the P word or the D word. But sometimes you got to say them. Because that's what people are selling to you. People are selling shit. They're ten times more likely to sell you shit if they have a crush on you. Ten times more likely. One hundred times more likely. Okay, one hundred times more likely. So, one person out of seven hundred of out of seven billion people. Okay, so yeah, the numbers go up a little bit. I get it. It's like being struck by lightning. Very low chance. So when somebody says, you got a greater chance than being struck by lightning, well, still not a very great chance. The gun debate, you know? You start looking, oh, an 85% more likelihood. Okay, what's the likelihood? One in 100,000. Okay, so it's not even two in 100,000. You're saying 85% more likely. Okay, so not even quite two in 100,000. Why don't you just tell me two in 100,000? Why? Because you're trying to trick me. That's why you don't give me the number that actually is meaningful. You pick the number that um, serves your end, which is whatever you're selling. Like even, look, like the, the climate change, let's get back to that. They talk about, well, carbon in the atmosphere is approaching unprecedented levels since 500,000 years ago. It wasn't, this, it wasn't this much carbon in the atmosphere because we know because we took some uh, ice samples from uh, the Greenland and some from Hawaii. Believe it or not, they have ice in Hawaii. Uh, so carbon levels, were they haven't been this high in 5 million years. Right. And humans didn't cause them to be high in five million years ago. And by the way, what are the what are the numbers? Well, uh, it's typically three hundred parts per million, and in the last ten years, it's turned into four hundred parts per million. Four hundred parts per million. So a million parts. There's generally three hundred of those parts are carbon, and now. You're increasing it to 400 parts per million. And you're projecting, what, maybe double that to 800 parts per million? So a million parts and 800 of them are going to be carbon parts. And that 800 in 1 million is supposed to be significant. I want you to do take a little thing. I want you, this afternoon, take out a piece of white poster board, and I want you to take a Sharpie, and I want you to make one million dots. It's going to take you a long time. You probably won't get done today. It's going to take you a long time to put one million dots on a piece of cardstock. But when you get done, I want you to take a red Sharpie. Well, before you're done, you know, when you're up to um, 900, 900, 99,999,000, you got to stop at uh, 900, 999,000, 
Uh, and what? Um, <laughs> oh my God, I can't even do the math in my head. But anyway, stop just shy, 800 shy, and fill, make those ones red. Okay? And then put your nice little new artwork of a million dots up on the wall with your 800 red dots and step back 10 feet and see if you can see the red dots. Hmm, I bet you can't. But see, that's how they that's how people they want you to focus on the double. It was 200, now it's 400. 400 out of a million. Not 400 out of a thousand. That would be impressive. That would be impressive. If it was 200 out of a thousand to 400 out of a thousand or 500, we're talking going from 20% to 50%. Oh, okay. That concerns me. But people trust. This guy in the comments was like, well, he sounds like you're shilling for oil companies. Why are you doing their dirty work? Are you some kind of a shill? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't work for the oil companies. They provide a product that people use, including you. You use it. It's all over. Once their product is no longer wanted um, or needed, people will stop buying it. It's funny how that works. Well, I just trust scientists. I would trust a scientist over an oil company guy. I go, you know why? Why, because scientists aren't corruptible? Huh? You don't think... Sci does, sci does the title of scientist make you somehow worthy of trust because you call yourself a scientist? Or do scientists get caught fudging their numbers all the time? Huh. Are scientists never political? Do they never, never have personal agendas in their life? I just trust them. Okay. Here's a good idea. Why don't instead, if you are going to trust something, trust a rule or a fact or a law or math or data you know or maybe even a real world experience combined with a bunch I don't know keep your trust low I'm just saying you don't need trust is not this wonderful thing it is not this wonderful thing Seems like a wonderful thing. It's certainly wonderful for those who are able to garner trust and somehow turn that into, you know, money. You know, making yourself trustworthy. I like that. I like that. Why not make yourself trustworthy? How would you do that? How would you make yourself trustworthy? I would say by not lying. By providing good experiences, good data, laughter. Oh, maybe not laughter. Because people I don't trust can make me laugh. But um, results, 
then you become more trustworthy. And the more trustworthy you become, the less you have to go around asking for somebody's trust. A person who does not require your trust, a person with good data, good numbers, they don't need your trust. They don't. They just go, if you say, I don't trust you, to a person who probably merits your trust, they will go, oh, that's okay. You don't have to trust me. Here, peruse the data yourself. Start at the beginning. Please don't trust me. I don't need your trust. The data speaks for itself. You just got to trust them. That's even worse when it's a third party telling you to trust somebody else that they're not even referencing. Some invisible person, a scientist, a nameless, faceless scientist, plural, you know, not just one, not a scientist with a name. You know, 97% of scientists agree. They do? Which ones? Can you, let's just say it's 100 of them. Give me all 100 of their names, okay? And I'll double check. I'll go see and see if they actually do agree or if they don't. And guess what? They don't. They never do. It always fails on scrutiny. All those outlandish statistics, those percentages, they always fail. They just fail. They don't they don't work under scrutiny. Try it. Try it yourself. Next time you hear somebody give some outlandish uh, number, just stop. Do a Google search. Search whatever they said. Add the word debunked onto it. See what the other side says. Listen to three or four different videos. Go back and forth. See who you trust more. But even better than that is just get the data. Find out where the data comes from. Find out all the different sources of the data. Click through, click through, click through. You know, don't go to the news source. The news source is one. Then you click through to the person that reported. And you click through. You usually have to do about four. You're usually four clicks away from the source is what I've found. You know? A news source is going to say some kind of synopsis. And then you got to go to, an, they got it from another news source. And you got to go to some symposium who's going to be referencing one of their members. And then you go directly to the member. And then you go directly to his site. And eventually you'll get to the, the actual paper that he published. And it's oftentimes a PDF. <laughs> and you're going to have to download the PDF. You're going to have to go past all the contents. You're going to have to read. You're going to have to figure out the methodology, the way they collected the data, you know. And if you drill down that far, suddenly, oh, I see what's happening here. The, the guy that I read it from didn't even know what he, the fuck he was talking about. In fact, the source I used was just a headline. I didn't even click on the goddamn article and read it myself. I just reposted it because the headline fit whatever I wanted it to say and by the way that's the way it is these days I've been guilty of it myself when was the last time you post reposted an article based on the headline you know it's it's ridiculous it's crazy people do that and why trust I trust it do you do you really trust it or are you just a lazy motherfucker I bet you, I bet you it's, there's a 
20% greater chance that it's because you're lazy. Yeah. 20%. Or how about this? 20 times more likely. That's better. 20 times more likely. 20 in a million instead of 2 in a million. You know? Twice of nothing is still nothing. You can double, you can triple nothing, and it's still nothing. And most of the time, people are telling you 25% greater chance, 100 times more likely. They're, they're multiplying some bullshit irrelevant number that's so next to nothing. You're 100 times more likely to be killed with a gun if you have one. Okay, what's the actual number? One in a hundred thousand. So now we're going into a hundred out of one hundred thousand. Oh, it just drives me nuts that people don't drill down and they just trust people. Stop trusting people. Just stop it. I know you think it makes you a good person. It feels so wonderful to trust. I guess... Trust in me. Trust me. Oh, it's so reassuring, isn't it? Not to me. Not to me, it isn't. I do not trust people who ask me to trust them. Ever. And before I get off of this little podcast, before I hang up, I'm going to give you some 100% reliable numbers, okay? And that is this. Listen closely, because I've studied this. 98.3% of all statistics are made up on the spot. It's true. Trust me. Thanks for listening.